So you want to get into the online world of promoting your business or having an online business. Welcome back to the Pure Doula podcast. I'm your host, Catherine, the Pure Doula. On this week's episode, I am going to just chat about Instagram and how to use it when it comes to business. Um, I get a lot of questions all the time from people who are in the birth world or really just any kind of business world on, and want to utilize social media, especially Instagram. And um, I thought I'd make an episode about this because, you know, I do like to chat about business from time to time on the podcast. And I think this one could really help a lot of people, no matter what your niche is, what industry you're in. If you just want to grow your Instagram, this is how you do it. All right, so hang tight. This is the Pure Doula Podcast. Let's get into it. All right, so you know that um, I'm a work-from-home mom, and Mercy is always with me, so you're going to hear her. That's just how it goes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so today I'm going to just chat about Instagram whoa, my voice cracking, like, am I going through puberty? (laughs) Instagram, and how to really get the most from it for your online business. Now, I always suggest, because a lot of people ask me, you know, uh, should I just switch my Instagram over, like change my handle, change my bio, change all my content, you know, because nine times out of 10, Everyone already has an Instagram page. What I say to that is no. And some people might disagree, but I always say, make a new one, start fresh. Yes, maybe you already have hundreds, maybe you already have thousands of followers. You know, maybe your page now gets good interaction. Maybe, um, you know, even I've had people who truly have tens of thousands of followers ask me what I think about this. And I always say, no matter how many followers you have, no matter how long you've had your Instagram account, no matter how many family members are on it, whoever, scratch that. You can keep it for personal use, but start new. Make a new page from scratch. Make an email strictly for your online business and what you're going to do. So, you know, just use Gmail. If you are a wellness coach, you know, wellnesscoachcatherine at gmail.com. Make a new email. Make an Instagram with that email. Right? Make your handle super specific to what you do. And easy, too. You want something that's like easy to remember, easy to search, you know, you don't want like underscore, 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 dot, 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 zeros, numbers, all this stuff. Like here, one or two in your handle is okay, but you want to keep it pretty simple and memorable. So, health, oh my gosh, (laughs) health and wellness 
coach Catherine. I'm sure that health and wellness coach is taken on Instagram at this point in the game. So what would we do? Maybe um, health and wellness Catherine or health.wellness Catherine or coach Catherine. Because it doesn't have to be exactly what you're going to be sharing, right? Because you can also make your name, not your handle. Your name is separate from your handle. Your name is what's like top part of your Instagram bio to have more information in it because that is all searchable. Instagram is now being used like how Google is used. You go to the search part of Instagram and you type in health and wellness coach, whoever has health and wellness coach in their handle, in their Instagram name, in their Instagram bio, that's going to pop up in those results. Even posts, posts are going to pop up and we'll get into that later. Hi, baby. So you want your handle, like I said, simple, related to what you're doing. Like you don't want to be a health and wellness coach and your handle be Catherine, uh, the brunette, you know, or like Catherine loves cars or, you know, like something that's just like totally random. It can be personal to you. Maybe it's just your name. Like maybe it's just the Catherine or, um, I used to have an Instagram Catherine B for my last initial, but like B E E that's okay too. But I always suggest kind of keeping it, like, all the same. Not the same, but, like, just tied into what you're doing. Keep your handle tied into what you're doing. Keep it simple with the the um, characters used. And when I say characters, that's referring to the underscores, the periods. You know, so I see some accounts that are, like, Catherine, underscore, 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 underscore all these underscores, and then another word. And it's like, you really don't even know how many underscores that is unless the creator of that account tells you. So how is someone going to find you, you know? So that's your handle, right? So now let's talk about your actual name. Now your actual name, you can only change once every 14 days, I believe. So you can change it often, but you have to wait two weeks to change it. So you really want to put a lot of thought in it. Um... I see a lot of pages that use like those special letter characters and I'm not hundred percent sure on this, but I feel like they're not as searchable as just using the regular typing it in regularly on Instagram. So I would just type it in regularly. I would not use any special fonts, copy and paste, any special characters like that. Like that's just not going to make your Instagram page as searchable. Um, so your name, you could always put your actual name and then those vertical lines that are on your keyboard, you know, you can add to separate your name from what you're doing. So health and wellness coach, Catherine, my name's going to be Catherine vertical line, health and wellness online and in-person coach for women. You know, you can be that specific because you want to be as specific as possible. 
you want to be niched down as much as possible. A lot of people are 50-50 on this. They either agree or they disagree. You want to be, why I believe you want to be like as specific as possible is because you want who your target audience is, who your uh, your ideal client is, you know? You don't want to just accept, accept like anyone. You don't want to just be out there. That makes it hard for the client to kind of like figure out what you're good for, who you are, what you're sharing, that kind of thing. Like you think when you're like so broad in general, it's a good thing, but it's truly not. <laughs> I just took, side note, I just took the laundry out and um, I was going to fold it while I do this. And Mercy's just trying to put everything on like a shirt, including my man's boxers. <laughs> Which is really funny. I'm trying not to laugh. So yeah, so you want to have your name be something specific like that. You don't want to put like um, Catherine and that's it. You know, no one is searching Catherine. Like no one who's looking for health tips is going to search Catherine, especially since my name is always spelled wrong. <laughs> you know, so that's one example. Now, when it comes to your Instagram, bio again you want to be very specific and clear on what you do who you are and what you have to offer what do i mean so for example um i know i was like using a made-up thing as the example but i'm gonna read you my instagram bio so mine says coaching you to break through your fear of giving birth. So that first line right there, it's telling you that I'm a coach, that I can coach you to break through your fear of giving birth. So any woman, pregnant or not, who is scared of giving birth is going to see that and be like, oh, I don't have to be scared of birth. Cool. All right. I kind of want to follow this person. I think this person might have something that they could offer to me. Then I have, you were created to birth. Because that's just like a little reminder, you know, like, and it kind of tells you um, a snippet of like, oh, my overall beliefs of what I share with followers and clients is that I base it off of what we were, how we were created, what we were created, who created us, right? Because there are people who believe we just kind of like a big bang happened and we came out of nothing, like sparked from nothing like whatever whereas we were created by a creator by our father by the most high so that's also targeting specific people right then i have snag your spirit work first prep and the emoji with like the finger pointing down to the link so this is my current birth prep that I'm constantly sharing with the online world. And that is why it is in my bio. So when people see it, see my Instagram page, they're going to say, oh, okay. So there's a birth prep that she offers that I can check out. Let me click the link. And when you click my link, pulling it up. When you click my link, that birth prep is the first option in that new window. So I use Milkshake, which 
create, you can customize a website, like a, they call it a website, you know, but it's just like a one page thing. It's kind of like Linktree, but I, I just like Milkshake better than Linktree. It's free and you can customize it however you want. And you can have a few different links in there like Linktree. Um, I don't like to have too, too many links. Too many links just is like a big turnoff to people because it's very overwhelming. They don't know where to look. They don't know what to click. I even think I have too many links in it now and I'm probably going to take some out. But um, the first one I have is what I want people to go to. You know, I want them to go to my Spirit Work Birth Prep course, which is right now on sale. And that says that in the link title. So when they click that, that's going to take them right to my website that's selling that. It's going to be right that exact page of where you, you would get that. Um, so going back to the bio, if you're, you have something to offer, whether it's a course you're selling, a freebie, freebies are great. Put that in your bio as well, because you want to draw people to that because that's the first step of them getting to your website, of them getting to what you have to offer and, and just snowballing from there. I also have not medical advice in my bio because, um, you know, the lords and the powers that be of this world. <laughs> I just try to protect my behind. So yeah, so that's the bio. So it's like, what do I do? And what, what am I offering you like from A to B, right? From A, fearful, getting you to break through that to B, you know, fearless, okay? What I have to offer, who I'm targeting, and then always have a link. So you can just put your website link or use something like Milkshake or Linktree, whatever you want to use. I, I'm not affiliated with Milkshake. I just prefer Milkshake. Um, and then what you're going to do is you can follow a couple friends or family members, but I would only follow those who are into what your business is or supportive of your business not every one of your family members or friends is going to be supportive and that's okay they might not get what you're doing they might not like be on the same page and that's totally fine but you're not going to follow everyone because that's why you left that first instagram page for one reason because that's not who you are looking to build a community and a relationship with when it comes to your business but two um, because you know, you, you're, you're starting out new with this algorithm. You want the algorithm to figure out exactly what you're offering, exactly who you're targeting, exactly who to put your page in front of, right? So first, what I like to do is I'll follow a couple friends and family members who support me no matter what, or agree with what I'm doing, you know, and then you can follow hashtags. So you want to get super specific with hashtags. There's so many hashtags and follow them. So for example, I'm following hashtag VBAC, hashtag breastfeeding mom, hashtag crunchy mom, hashtag co-sleeping mama, hashtag Weston A. Price, hashtag natural lifestyle. So the, those are hashtags that I know other people are using that would be perfect for my community, perfect for um, the information I'm sharing, okay? And then 
what's cool is when you make a new page and you get pretty specific in your bio and in those hashtags, Instagram's going to suggest pages for you to follow. Hi, you brought a book over. Um, pages for you to follow that are going to be in the same niche. Or you can just look up like random ones, follow a couple in your niche, just to start networking. You know, you don't have to follow every single person in your niche. Follow a few that you truly align with, that you share the same values with, um, lifestyle with, um, you know, might even share the same course courses with, like, you know, like what you want to sell, that kind of thing. Because you guys can connect on that level, right? So you'll have something genuine to say when you see a post of theirs when it comes to time to leaving a comment. Because you want to be active and you want it to be genuine. You want to comment on posts. And you don't want to just leave emojis. You don't want to leave hard eyes, the flames. You want to leave an actual comment. Leave a thought. Leave a full sentence at least. A couple sentences is even better. Be vulnerable. Be open. Be transparent. You know? And you're not going to be able to do that to pages that you have nothing in common with. So you're really going to be using your followers intentionally. Like following people intentionally. You can follow some a couple of the larger, more popular pages in your niche. Put the alarm on that, like the post notifications. So when they post, you can be one of the first people to actually see it. If it resonates, leave a genuine comment because you're going to get seen by people too. That's the thing. Like, not only is it going to keep your page active and help in your boost of the algorithm, but people are going to see you. Like, so many people follow those bigger pages that are interested in what you're doing because you're also doing those, what those bigger pages are doing. They're going to see you. And, yeah, you might be a smaller page, but sometimes people really enjoy that versus the larger pages because then they know for a fact they're going to be interacted with. They're going to get a reply. They're going to get a response to their DM. So they're going to give you a follow. Um, another way to be active is you really want to be active with stories. So those same pages you're following, um, follow, you know, look at all the stories, interact. Same thing, not just like the quick emoji reply reaction, but reply with a sentence, with a thought, with a, you know, same way you would leave a comment on the post but genuinely. Um, so those ways of interacting and finding people to follow is really important. And you're gonna see, you're gonna gain followers. It might be quick, it might take time. But if you're doing that stuff, you can spend 10 minutes three times a day throughout the day to strictly interact. And that's gonna help your page grow so much. Um, Backtrack really quick to your profile picture. You want a very clear zoomed in picture so people can see your face. Your face is very important. The background shouldn't be too loud or noisy or a lot going on. If you have Canva, you can um, make your profile picture on there and remove the background if you have Canva Pro um, and just change it to like a, a color that complements you. 
but you want your profile picture to be clear, to be your face. Um, so it's super welcoming, relatable. People can see you, right? Some people like to use their logos and that's okay too. But if you're going to use a logo for your profile picture, then you want to make sure that the posts you're posting show your face. Um, maybe if you're just a clothing line or toys or something like that, you might not have to, but I think you should. I think it is more inviting, more relatable. People want to see who's behind the account. So now let's talk about posting. Um, <clears throat> when you post to your feed, I, I would say in the very beginning, try to post this at least once a day. If you can commit to one post a day, it's really not difficult. Um, do it. I would suggest picking a day to spend, if you can spend an hour, perfect. If it has to be less time, that's okay too. To batching content. What do I mean by this? Go into Canva, go into prequel. Um, mostly Canva is what I use. Go into Canva, make content. You're not going to use an Instagram square that is outdated. No one likes to see that. They like the image to fill up their screen. You're going to use the larger image, which I think is like I can't remember off the top of my head the exact dimensions. It might be like 1080 by 1320 or something like that. Um, use that. You can do one image of a post. They're starting to like not get suppressed in the algorithms. That's okay, but make sure it's super entertaining or super educational, super engaging. Um, or carousels. I love carousels. Carousels are amazing because people are going to spend time on your post swiping and you can put a lot of information because people are more likely to look through an entire carousel, whether it be two slides up to 10 slides and read all that information versus one image and a long um, caption with that same amount of information. That That's just how it is. And think about it, like you're not going to read a long paragraph, but you will slide through slides that have that same information in it. You can put bite-sized information on each slide and then always have a call to action. Every single post, whether it's stagnant, single post, carousel, reel, always have a call to action, a very specific call to action. Whether it's something like save this post if you learned something new save this post to be reminded post saves is huge with your page getting exposure and um just being pushed you know so anything that's super informative educational usually that's what's going to get saved so when you're batching your content remember that and um spend one day just batching content and then throughout the week you can pick your one for the day to post you always want to do reels. Reels are hot. I mean, luckily, Instagram's gone back to pushing singular pictures and carousels as equally as they do reels, but they have a separate reels tab. So that tells you how hot reels are. Post reels, make reels. You can be, you can make lazy reels. You know, it can be a three second clip of the sky with an inspirational message on the screen or something super informative within your niche, you know, um, 
with audio that truly complements it. You don't have to use trending audio. Yes, trending audio is great, but it can be oversaturated. So use whatever audio you think is cool. Like trends are always fun to hop on if they're done right. If they are done right. And when you have a specific kind of niche, you have to get the trend. You have to nail it, get it done right, or it's just going to flop because people aren't going to understand it. Um, oh, when you post, always use hashtags, but you're going to use those super specific hashtags that you're following and a few others. Um, super specific. You also want to try to go live. If you can go live once a week, even if it's for five minutes, 10 minutes, so what? Just do it. Instagram loves that. They love when you're active. They love when you're using those tools. Go live. And you know when you're live, you are first at the top of all the stories. So the more often you go live with your followers, they're going to see you more. They're going to remember you more. They're going to be like, what is this person talking about? They're always going live. Let me check it out. Another thing is your stories. If you can't post to your feed every single day, that's fine. I did that in the very beginning. Of course, there were days I missed. But what I made sure I did was share to my story. Because it's super, super quick and super, super easy. It doesn't take a lot of thought. You can just show like your personal daily life. People love seeing that. And stories is the place for that. You're not going to put your personal behind the scenes life. Well, maybe you will in a reel on your feed, but like your story is just like, that's where it's best at, you know, and put a poll on there. So it's interactive. So it boosts your visibility, your story visibility and gets people engaging. Um, always share. You can share posts from other people that you love. Always tag them because you never know. People love that. They'll reshare it because it shows people are sharing their content and that their content is needed and creators love seeing that you would love seeing if someone shared one of your posts and tagged you you would absolutely share it so always tag the creator when you share their post to your story if they don't share it all good but still you have that opportunity of it being shared and being shown in front of people that otherwise wouldn't see you who would be like oh this person seems cool let me go follow them um what else Remixing reels is a cool feature um, that can get you some more views too because that's a feature Instagram's offering that they, you know, they like to push certain features. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> um, trying to think. I think I kind of covered it all. I'm just trying to do like a quick like 101 on everything. Um, but yeah, those are just some tips with creating a new account, what you would do and how to grow it that truly have helped me. My Instagram page, I've had for a little over a year. So I don't have tens of thousands of followers. I have a lot of followers, I think, for a brand new page that's a year old. Um, you know, it might only be a little over a thousand. I forget actually how much, but um, just imagine if those if every single follower you have was in the same room with you, you would be overwhelmed because that's a lot of people, even if it was only 300. And I shouldn't even say only because 300 people in the same room with you is a lot of people. So don't stress about your follower count because 
that means nothing. If you have the right people following you, your business will flourish. They're going to buy your course, buy your, your eBooks, download your freebies, tune into your lives, comment on your posts, share your posts, you know, buy your merch, buy your book, buy your planner, whatever it is that you're doing. You could have tens of thousands of followers and they not do a thing. So don't get caught up on the amount of followers that you have or think you need because you don't. If you have 50 followers and those 50 people were in the room with you right now and every single one of them wanted to buy what you were selling, come on now. You're telling me that wouldn't be enough? That would be plenty. Plenty. So I hope you enjoyed this like quick little episode of me just chatting about what has worked for me and what I help other creators and small businesses with, with their accounts. Um, Let me know, hit me up on the gram. You can go to the pure doula podcast on Instagram. Tell me what you think about this. If you're going to try it, if it works for you, if you need more description or explanation about a certain thing, just let me know. I want to thank the listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it five stars. Let me know what you think. Because of you guys, that is why I'm able to do this. I'm so grateful for all of you. All thanks to the most high. Yah bless.